everyone, and welcome to this episode of Green Industry Pro's Grassroots Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Webb, editor of Green Industry Pro's Magazine. Today, I talk with Ashley Biggs, head of product marketing at Fleetio, about how incorporating fleet management software can make landscape companies more efficient and, in the end, more profitable. Ashley, thank you so much for being here today. Can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me. My name is Ashley Biggs, and I have spent my career in fleet um, in a couple different organizations. But in in each one, I've I've worked hand in hand with fleet managers, helping them to use data and make decisions. I've also uh, worked on the product side, where I've led efforts to create fleet management um, technology products as well. So, and today I'm representing Fleetio as their head of product marketing. Excellent. And, you know, efficiency is such a big topic in the green industry right now. Um, And what advice might you have to help green industry pros become more efficient digitally? Yeah, efficiency is a really big topic for many of our customers and especially those in service related industries like landscaping. Um, We've seen parts of some industries evolve their technology use faster than others. For example, the technology on a tractor has changed dramatically over the last 10 to 15 years and landscape professionals have learned how to work with it. But those same professionals may not have evolved the way they track their assets over time. And that's really where technology and digital adoption come into play for this particular industry. So really allowing our landscaping professionals to focus on what's most important to them and not their fleet or tracking of equipment, because that's probably not what's most important. What's most important is doing the job their customers want to do, want them to do. And really technology will help them get to that goal much faster. Excellent. And can you talk to me about some of the benefits that adopting fleet management software would have for those landscape pros when thinking about their businesses? Sure. So the biggest benefit we see across the board is really centralization of data and information about vehicles and equipment or what you might call assets. So having all of that information in one place and visible to everybody has been what we hear from our customers as the biggest thing they get from a fleet management software. Um, More tactically, you can think of different benefits. I mean, transitioning off of pen and paper, if there are things that you're still doing with your fleet that require people to write things down, you can receive, you know, efficiencies or benefits in that way. If you're spending time calling your drivers about, you know, filling out inspections or manually having to remind them about getting oil changes done, these are also things that our customers say they find a lot of value in when looking at um, software solutions in the marketplace. And then really, um, you know, the, the bigger, broader picture is being able to use all of that information for different purposes. So if you think about the landscaping industry, if you're, if you have bigger vehicles, or you're hauling things, and, and let's say you have to abide by some Department of Transportation regulations and you get a call from them and you need to produce vehicle inspections and you're, you're fishing through paper, that becomes really challenging to be able to find that paper trail. Um, if, you know, we, we could potentially um, slide into a bit of a recession and if the owners of your company call you and say, can you tell me where we can save some costs? 
having all of that fleet information at your fingertips allows you to say something like, um, I can tell you that our older vehicles are two times more expensive than our newer vehicles, or we have five vehicles that haven't moved more than 10 miles in the last three or four months, we could probably do away with them. So really having that visibility is what it's all about. And one central place to bring all that information just really allows you to do that much more efficiently. I see. And, you know, on the flip side of that, are there any challenges for landscape companies who are hoping to adopt fleet management software or anything they should keep in mind as they start to onboard the technology into their company? Yeah, I would say the biggest thing um, for landscaping professionals and really, um, you know, anybody looking at a, a fleet management software would be to understand your pain points. I think it's really important as you start to evaluate different solutions, and there are a bunch of different solutions out there, to know where your gaps are with your fleet. And um, if you're listening and thinking, gosh, I don't even know um, how to say I have a gap, um, you might be brand new to managing a fleet or, or, you know, you might just still be on pen and paper and which is totally normal and, and trying to figure out how do I take that next step forward. Um, there are a few things you could do to help educate yourself. First of all, um, you could, you could reach out to any fleet management software and they'd probably walk you through it and, and help you hand in hand. But if you didn't want to do that and you wanted to kind of figure it out on your own, you could start to do some research on fleet management software companies, you can easily Google that term and it would produce a handful of um, websites you could look at, or you could go to some software review companies. There are a few out there. Captera is a big one. G2 is another. You can type in fleet management software. It'll bring a list up for you. And what you can do there is go into each one of those websites and look at the services that these software companies provide. And you can start to create a list on your own. It might look like um, inspections, vehicle assignments, managed maintenance. And then you can just ask yourself, how am I solutioning this today? Is there a gap? Is it painful? Does it take me a really long time to do these things? And what you'll start to get is kind of your list of pain points and prioritization. So I would really think about that um, either in parallel as you're looking at different solutions or maybe even before you look at a solution because it might help you figure out the type of software you need. You might be further down the maturity curve and ready to integrate your fuel provider data and your GPS provider data into one central platform. That's a probably a very different software than somebody who's just looking to do digital inspections. So knowing those things ahead of time will really help as you're figuring out the right solution. Definitely. Preparation seems to be the key there. And, you know, I want to take a step back to something you said earlier about how, you know, this type of software is slowly starting to become a little bit more mainstream in the green industry. Can you talk to me about when it started to really gain traction in the industry and, and what inspired it to become more popular? Yeah, so I've been in the fleet industry for about 15 years now. And I would say I started to see software companies budding around 2015, maybe 2016, there there were a couple that popped up. And they took a slow roll to get started. And I would say really in the last five to six years, things have started to, to progress in services industries. And so now is when we're really seeing a lot of companies move off of pen and paper and onto software platforms. And, you know, what's inspired that to become more popular is, is really just the advancement of technology. And I think, 
people's comfort with technology has changed. All of us in our personal lives have had to get more comfortable with using different types of technology. You know, your um, cable might not even be cable anymore. You're probably streaming something. You might be wearing a, a digital watch, a smart watch or a smart ring that talk, tells you all of your health data. So everybody's just gotten a whole lot more comfortable with technology. And that really translates into kind of the, the business world and your working world where um, you might have done things on pen and paper previously, but now you're really comfortable using technology. So I think that's one thing. And then the other one um, that kind of goes hand in hand with that is really just the influx of data. There's so much data now and it's impo- it's nearly impossible to manage all of that in your head or really just in spreadsheets. You almost need these tools to bring it all together and find trends for you and surface it in some sort of dashboard or um, you know, a report where you can just identify exceptions because if you don't, it, it almost becomes paralyzing with the amount of data we're getting from, uh, you know, especially in this industry from vehicles. They've They've evolved so much and you can get just about any reading from a vehicle remotely. So if we're not using some sort of technology to help us interpret that, it just becomes really um, complex. I see. And building on that, do you foresee this type of technology continuing um, into the future or, you know, do you see any changes to it coming down the pipeline? Yeah, I really only see, you know, the use of technology in fleet management um, gaining popularity. Um, And that's really just because of what I had mentioned around the data. Um, We're going to have so much more data. I know, you know, even in the landscaping industry, the equipment that people are using and tools are going to um, and have already evolved. There's so much more coming off of them. And so I just believe that it's going to become imperative for people to to really adopt these tools and bring their data into one source. And then the other thing is really access to data. There are, um, you know, tools and and infrastructure. There are APIs, which is kind of like a data exchange between two companies. Um, Previously, years ago, companies really wouldn't allow that data exchange to happen without like paying for it. Like if I wanted my GPS data to go to XYZ company, I'd probably have to pay to make that happen. Now, with these fleet management softwares, um, you don't have to do that if if you know how to set that up or or you know even they'll even help you with it. You can set up a data exchange really easily um, between these companies. So it allows everything to merge together much easier. I only see that getting better and easier in the future too. Well said. And Ashley, looking at the questions I have for you today, that is about everything, but is there anything else you would like our listeners to know? Yeah, I'd say um, two things that I'll mention just to keep in mind. The first one is around, you know, team collaboration. We didn't really talk about that a lot today, but that is one thing that, um, you know, listeners might want to keep in mind, you know, we have a lot of um, employees out there in many different industries, landscaping as well, using mobile devices to communicate with each other. And so finding a software that allows your drivers to communicate mobily with you as a fleet manager is extremely helpful. So being able to walk out and start a vehicle inspection or being able to track a work order and say, I need this particular maintenance done on my vehicle when I bring it to our in-house shop, will you be ready for it? 
all of that can be done in these fleet management software. So keeping that in mind as a huge value proposition um, for your company and a, and a really big efficiency play is, is important. And then the last thing I'll mention as, as you know, listeners are looking at different technology tools, we talked about just identifying your gaps and being ready with your pain points. I would also just have an eye on the future and make sure you're picking a technology and a tool that you can grow with. Um, it's one of my personal um, ways I go about looking for my own software and technology tools as well is what I need today might not be what I need in six to 12 months. And while you can always make a shift in your software providers, and I mentioned how easy it is to move data around, it's usually easier to expand a relationship. So if you can find a provider that does what you need them to do today, and then you can expand your relationship in the future for things that you know you're going to need, but you just might not be there yet, that's definitely something we should keep in mind as we're evaluating different tools and make sure that you've got somebody that's evolving in the industry who's got an eye on things like electrification, um, you know, and autonomous vehicles are not so far away. So making sure that you've got a provider that's got an eye on the future and that you feel like you can grow with is also something I would just encourage the listeners to be thinking about as they're evaluating this type of technology. That's good advice. And thank you for sharing that. And thank you again, Ashley, for for being part of this podcast today. It was really great talking with you. Yeah, happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Green Industry Pros Grassroots Podcast. We hope you gleaned some valuable insights from Ashley, and we hope to have you join our next recording coming soon.